So hey All Pete, right. you uh, we're, we're heading into season 13 now. I think I've been with you guys through 11 or 12, I forget. Um, drafting tomorrow is going to be uh, our draft for the 2020 season, maybe for the 2021 season. We don't really know yet, but we'll find out. Um, that would be crazy. Yeah, it would. Drafting for next year. <laughs> you know what? It could be happening though. We that would suck. Right no, now, yeah. Yeah, it would suck because then we got the, we'd have bigger problems. Um, but yeah, I, I hear you. And so we we're gonna rock, lock the rosters. By the way, after the draft for a little bit until we get a, um, an idea. We're gonna draft and then lock the rosters. And All right. then Wait to hear from MLB if if, um, if there's any timeline. And go from there. So do you think that um, we'll unlock them? Even, so even if there's not a season, will you unlock them at some point? And if people want to maybe, you know, in case they drafted some older guys that they really just wanted for this year, um, you know, maybe have an unlock right. period at some point? Or are we not even going to bother and just kind of go into this? Oh, and just transfer the, transfer the draft. Yeah, that's a good question, actually, because um, that would mean that we're – opening up uh, like if let's say we were to open up for a week where people can use moves or make trades um, but you know oh yeah that, that's tricky but because <laughs> you got to deal with the keepers well no we're not going to have keepers because we would be keeping that roster all the way with us yeah. to 2021 so there's no keepers or anything like that That that's already been settled uh, so the question becomes at what point do we open up for and I guess part of that is contingent upon how Yahoo's going to handle, uh, yeah, how they're going to handle it. Because if they, if you were using fifty-five moves per season, um, if if they announce that there's no season, well, Yahoo just like cut cut everything off right then. Right. After the draft, I'm going to have to go in there. What I'm going to do after the draft is I'm going to put all of the players that we drafted into our spreadsheet, so at least I know the player. So for some reason, if they cut it off. At least I'll have everything recorded. Right. As far as what you said, though, I think what we would have to vote on that if we're going to have an open period of, say, you know, a week or two where people can make, um, make add and drops um, and or trades, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's something to consider. Yeah, or, or, I don't know. Or, or maybe trades could just be open the whole time. Right, and we have a Facebook, we have a Facebook group to where we can um, – where the 12 owners basically kind of talk and hash this, this, this stuff out. Um, so that's definitely something to put on my, uh, on my calendar. I keep track of what we need to talk about. And that's one thing I'll definitely put on there. Sounds good. But hopefully I don't have, hopefully we don't have to address it. And we're playing ball around you. Uh, that'd be great. That'd be great. So, uh, so down to the draft, I have the number two pick myself. And as I've said, probably a couple times earlier, I'm really leaning towards, um, either Mookie or Christian Yelich, whoever doesn't get chosen by Luca in the number one spot, and uh, you know I, there, there's a chance I may uh, may drop down and grab Degrom because um, I think he's definitively the best pitcher available, and you know how it goes in this league, you can never have too much good pitching. Um, but it it seems to me like like Mookie and Yelich are the two best players on the board. Um, so I'm leaning heavily towards one of those two, depending on who's available. Now, according to my, I don't have the, uh, well, the average draft position of everybody that's left, by the way, we have keepers. So basically a lot of the guys are, are kept. So uh, Yelich, 
would be the top pick of everybody that's left. Uh, assuming that if you go by average draft position, he's he's coming up as a two on my on the app I was using. He uh, he was average of two. Betts was five. For some reason, I never recorded the pitchers here, but I'm assuming probably Degrom is up there too. Uh, so I would think Yelich would probably be the guy, unless Luka does decide to go with pitching. Uh, I, let me put it to you this way. I think Luka would go with Yelich over Betts, is, is what I think. I think so too, and I, I, you know, even though he's not on the Sox anymore, Mookie's my favorite player in baseball right now, and uh, yeah, I'm not really a Sox fan right now for the sole purpose, for the sole reason that they got rid of him. I'm, I'm, I'm very bitter about that. I'm not gonna lie. So. Boston fan is not a Sox fan right now because of what they did to the team, and that is crazy. In Philadelphia, that we would be going nuts. We would be like, this guy, get this guy out of here. Yeah. If you're not a fan now, you're never a fan. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's... Now, the ground, I think, has definitely got to be the number number one pitcher. I mean, Scherzer, what I'm looking at here is, I do have rankings here. Yeah. According to my, my app, when I plugged in what stats we use, the ground is, is by far the best pitcher, even though there's some great pitchers behind him. And Max Scherzer, Walker Bueller, Justin Verlander, Steven Strasburg, Zach Greinke. But he's still he's still coming he's still reading really high, uh, well above those guys. And most surprisingly, uh, you know Scherzer. Scherzer typically has been the number one pitcher in our drafts and pitchers. Yeah, Scherzer Scherzer has been awesome. He's probably probably the best pitcher in baseball overall over the past five years or so. Um, but yeah, you know Degrom is, I believe, coming off his second straight Cy Young, correct? You know, you got me there. I should know that. I know you won it last year. I I think I should know it too, yeah. but um, yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure he's got two straight Cy Youngs, and you know he's obviously been stellar. Uh, you know the the year I uh, I had both him and Scherzer, I ended up winning, so that was and he it's, it is true he is coming off two straight Cy Youngs. So yeah, I mean he's the guy, he's the guy, and I can um, and like I said, uh, you know I I may consider grabbing him with the number two. I don't think so, but it could happen. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would be surprised. I, now, if for some reason he grabs the Grom, okay, let's say he grabs the Grom. Oh, God. At that point, I'm thinking you're going Yelich. I think I would, too. I wouldn't be pumped about it because I do, um, I love Mookie, and I would almost rather Luca just take Yelich and get him off the board so I don't have to think about it. Um, but I, I think, think you got to go with. I, th- I think I would have to go with him there. I think Degrom falling number three to, to Steven, and I think would be. Uh, I think he would be thrilled to take Degrom at number three. What do you think? I think he would be. I, I I think I personally think that really the top three picks are absolute gold here. If you end up with either of those two outfielders, you got an MVP caliber player, and Degrom is as good as it gets as far as pitchers go. So I really think that um, I, I would be happy with any of those three players if I were in any of those three slots. Um, right. I think they right. are the, the, the clear top three um, that are available in the draft right now. I think Bregman's really good. Obviously, Scherzer's great. Bueller, Rendon is going to be really good. And, you know, other, you know, J.D. Martinez is just a, you know, consistent bat that's always going to do well for you. 
Verlander, I, I think he's just doing getting a surgery done right now. Um, but, yeah, I have an injury note on him. But he'll be ready by the time the season time the season starts. So. Well, last year, well, yeah, now, now last year. Speaking of Verlander, and he's he's gonna his stock is probably gonna drop a little bit. So, um, but last year, when I picked the fact that um, his stock dropped in our league, probably unjustifiably. So, it's coming into last year. The only reason that people may have not have picked him is he just felt like, well, he's getting older. But the year before, he, I think he was terrific and yeah. he's on a great yeah. team. The fact that he fell to me, I think it was either eight or nine, and I was able to get him. I think that was one of the biggest reasons I, I was able to get into the finals last year was because I actually drafted Verlander and Bregman back to back. So that was that's you know that that was that was huge. But Verlander this year is I, I think will slip. I think Scherzer will go ahead of him. I think maybe Strasburg and, and maybe Bueller. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the new guy is picking fourth. So let's say those three are off the board. And we have the Musial Suspects, which is a, taking over the Wee Baby Shakes. This is Scott Schmidt's team. Yeah. And where does he go in this draft? This will be good. This will be good because he's going to hear this later. <laughs> I'm going to say he's going to go with, um, can't forget about Freddie Freeman either. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Bregman. We have Rendon, like you mentioned. Um, we got, I, I don't know. I almost feel like he could go with Scherzer. So I wouldn't be shocked to see him go Scherzer or even even Verlander if he were so inclined. But I I tend to think he won't because I think he'll really? I think he'll I I think he'll drop again in our league as he usually does. So for me, I would be look I would be looking at Bregman there. Uh, but one thing yeah. to note is that Scott does have already he has Goldschmidt at first, Yuli Gurriel presumably at third. Um, and right. he has Bo Bichette and Carlos Correa at short, so he right. may he may take Bregman there, and I I wouldn't blame him. I think Bregman would be a solid pick there, but right now he's those are positions he has filled. Now, obviously Bregman's a huge upgrade over Gurriel, so you know it's you, you never mind picking someone that you already have someone at their position if you're getting an upgrade, but um, right. you know if he that does. If he yeah. views those positions as filled, though, then he may go with a Scherzer or um, probably not Freeman since he's got Goldschmidt. Um, but maybe he goes, maybe he goes JD Martinez. Um, but I let's see. He's coming up as a as a um, he's ranked twelve. Let me compare him. He's he's coming in higher than, than the pitchers uh, with the app I use, mm-hmm. and um, he's coming in. At a twelve, and Scherzer twenty three, and Scherzer is number two. It went from Degrom at a six to Scherzer twenty three. So there's players in between. There's according to according to the app that I use, Scherzer would be a late first round pick. That's not going to happen in our league, though. No, no he'll be he'll be mid first round <laughs> at the latest. But look at all the players that are ahead of him according to my app: Bregman, Rendon. Uh, Maryfield, uh, Freeman, Yelich, Belt, uh, J.D. Martinez, as you mentioned. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, so that can't be right. J.T. Realmuto is ranked that high on my app. Uh, so they really, they really 
taking their talent catchers. So those up. those last couple of guys, uh, Romuto and Merrifield that you mentioned, uh, I have Merrifield right now, average draft position of 58.4. Um, that's crazy. Let's see where he's coming in at my. And I have... 54. Yeah. Well, that tells you my, how my app views. The app that I use, you plug in what, what the stats are. Yeah. I mean, what, you know, what the categories are. Yeah. So, so I guess the fact that he's a 17 versus a 54 average draft position or on your first, you said 58 draft position. Yeah. It's got to be the stolen bases. It's got to be the stolen bases. And then Real Muto, they have him at 71.4 for his average draft position. And on mine, it says 49. He's coming in at a 49 for an average draft yeah. position, but a 17 as a roto, as a, uh, you know, my roto rank. So what that tells you is maybe two things. My app really takes into account position. Maybe the fact that he plays that, you know, maybe the fact that he's a catcher. It's, yeah. It's, um, it's pushing them up. They're not going to go. They're not going to go, though. Uh, what you're saying is going to be more in alignment with what, what our league is going to do, more than likely. Yeah, it's, it's hard to tell, but I do think that um, – so pitchers always go high, and then I feel like catchers tend to go a little high, but not as high as pitchers. Pitchers I, – and I, I don't want to hype it up too much because I really wish people would stop. But pitchers tend to go really high in our league. Boom, 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 boom. Well, that's – we're going to get to me here in a second, but that's going to affect me at number 11 because there's a lot – I mean, you're, there's around six or seven really good pitchers, and you can stretch that out a little bit, a little bit too, because I think that there's a really good group in that second tier as well. But um, but going back to Real Muto, we got to keep in mind that we're we're a Philly. Some of us are a Phillies crowd around here, uh, in our draft we have probably at least half of the league is, is Philly fans, so that that might come come into play. Um, and we don't know the the drafting strategy of, of uh, Scott. So for him to like, let's say he just says, you know what, I'm taking Merrifield or I'm taking, or I drift real mutual, he could throw a curveball because we don't know. We don't know what his history is. Right. And he has some good picks because Mike did tank last year. So um, the Mutual Suspects draft board is going to look pretty good because he has, you know, he's doubled up his picks in all of the early rounds that you're allowed to. His final pick is in the tenth round, so uh, you know yeah. before leaving, Mike did really max out the draft picks. So, so he could have yeah. a really big impact on the draft since he's going to have those seventeen picks in the first ten rounds. Wow, that's crazy! He's going to have seventeen picks before I have like maybe five or six. It's, it's crazy. Who do you want to put him down for? Uh, I'm saying we should put him down for. Uh, we should put him down for uh, Scherzer. I think. I think that would be a safe pick. I would I would agree with that pick. I wouldn't have any issue with it there. Um, like I said, I love I love Bregman there as well. Um, but it seems like he did go a little heavy on the bats in in with his keepers. So um, I think Scherzer makes as good a sense as anybody. So now we come to Rob, the hitman, one of the teams that have not uh, won a championship. Poor Rob, uh, and he's he's. Finally, given up on Buster Posey. He was protected Buster Posey since the, almost the beginning of the league. Yeah. Uh, so he's moved on from him, but he still has Stanton on his team, and of course Stanton's probably going to play ten games. Who knows with that guy? Um, where does he go? JD Martinez? Does he go offense? Does he go pitching? I, I would think he might consider pitching. Um, so I Bregman. would. I would Maybe consider. Bregman. 
I would consider pitching if I were him, partially because now the guys he has, Woodruff, Kluber, and Gray, they're all fine. Uh, but I don't see I don't see an ace there in 2020 or 2021. So he may be interested in grabbing a Walker Bueller, um, who could yeah. be you know a stud long term in this league. That that's certainly. And then he can, and then he can think about protecting. And he can think about reorganizing everything and protect Bueller. And like say, this is my guy. Absolutely, and I I think that would be a perfectly acceptable guy to look to for you know a long term keeper. He could, and if he teams him up with Devers, the key would be is he he did I I want to backtrack a little bit because I just realized that he did protect Devers. He had, his other protections aren't necessarily guys that are going to be like, all right, this is my guy, this is my guy. But if he if he if he has Devers and Bueller going into the year. Uh, he always has a shot at maybe getting them both, but if not, yeah, you know, he could he, 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 at least it gives him two very good options, you know, to start with. Um, so, but I don't know if he thinks in those terms. He's, he's um, he might be thinking Bregman. I don't know. I would be totally fine with either one of those guys, and I would even be fine because uh, Hoskins is going to be playing the outfield again. Is that correct, or is he is he back at first? Right, he's gonna be no. He's gonna stay at. Uh, he's gonna be a first. Okay, so he yeah, has. He's be a first. He has a first baseman now. Hypothetically, he right. maybe wouldn't need Freeman, but Freeman's another guy where you can't really go wrong getting him there. Does he have a shortstop? Is that uh, Bregman is eligible at short? He doesn't have a shortstop. I think Bregman would so, make a great shortstop there. All right, let's give him. Man, this is tough. I guess it doesn't matter because what's ultimately going to happen? That whatever doesn't go now will go later. But let's give him. Let's. Give, what do you think? Give him Bueller. I would be fine with that at his if I were him. All right, let's give him Bueller. And then we're gonna uh, go to uh, who's up next? Then we got. Then we got Josh. Oh boy. The <laughs> farmer block. Another guy who hasn't won. He's come close. He's threatening to quit if he doesn't win it this year. Uh, do you believe that? <laughs> Your kid's got a lot on his mind, but now I think he'll be back. He's, he's, I think, I think so a too. lot of us are going to be missing baseball. By the time it starts, we're going to be loving it. And, and next year, we'll be you know, on that same high. Um, but him, he, he could go J.D. Martinez, maybe. So um, I think that he would go. If Bregman's available here, I think Josh snags Bregman. Um, you know, I... He's a guy that's that's pretty high on my list and as well my personal list as well as the list that I'm looking at um, that I've that I've compiled here the rankings that I have here. I would go Bregman. I think he would go Bregman. I love JD. Obviously, he's a he's a great hitter, perfect for fantasy purposes. But I just think Bregman does a lot for you there at the shortstop position as well, which is huge. He has coming in. He does have Vlad Guerrero. Mm -hmm. And he does have Trev Trevor Story. That would be the only thing I'd like to add into that. Oh, uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. So he does have his left side of the infield full, and also two outfielders because he has Jimenez and Joey Gallo. And I would like to say one more time for the record, Marco is not happy about trading Eloy Jimenez, and I think he's going to be. I think he's going to regret that for a long time. And I You're feel open. I feel a little bad. I feel a little bad. Or he could end up like Brett, Low Brett Lowry. No, he won't. For me. He's going to be a lot better than him. 
right, so if you go back to pitching, you know he's not going to take. I, don't, I doubt he takes Verlander. No, he's not really so a Verlander think, guy. I think uh, Strasburg, JD. Oh, man, this to see this is where it gets tough. I I, I don't know if I think Maryville might be a switch at that uh, uh, a stretch at that point. You got Freddie Freeman. Freeman would not be a bad pick there. The one thing to keep in mind too is that one of Josh's best keepers was supposed to be Chris Sale. Mm-hmm. And he's out. Sure. So he's done for the entirety of this year, probably the you know month or two of next year as well. So he, he may really want to go with another ace to try to um, you know try to give him some pitching. Maybe that's Strasburg. So Strasburg or Granke or, or Freeman? What do you got? I'm going to give you those three. You got to pick one for him. So out of, out of those three, I yeah. would say Freeman, to be honest. All right, so let's let's – Let's knock him off of there, and I, I, I'm gonna go with that. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yes, which gets us, gets us to the number seven pick, and Matt. Now, Matt, I could see Matt going for pitching here, but I could definitely see Matt going maybe for Bregman. He does have Jose Ramirez coming back. Um, do you have the keepers in front of you? I do. What positions does he? Is he? Uh, does he have a shortstop? He has two short stops. He has Marcus Semyon and Corey Seager at short. And then, and he, then has, he also has Jose Ramirez at third, right? He does. Wow. But he still he still strikes me as taking the best guy available. He still could take right. So this is where it gets tricky because the league has a lot of good short stops, and a lot of good short stops have been protected. And third base. Third base and shortstop are, are, are yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting with, um, with Bregman. This is how Bregman. This is a scenario where Bregman could slip. You know what? I don't see it. Just just because there's so much talent there, two position eligibility. I I just don't see him making it that far. He may. I already consider. So we've already gone six picks. I consider him to have already slipped. To be honest, the fact that he's even there this long. If if Matt doesn't take him here, and you know I think Jason takes him in a heartbeat with the number eight pick, especially because um, we took Freddie Freeman off the board. And we know right. Jason loves Freddie Freeman, and Freddie Freeman's not there, and Bregman is. That's that's where he's going to go. You're one hundred percent right. Matt has had Alex Bregman before too. I, actually, Matt had Alex Bregman during Bregman's first big season. I, I do believe um, you have two utility spots in our league. That's correct. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'll go with you on that with, uh, well, the only other thing now, I'm going to think twice because he doesn't trade a lot. So he's not going to be in a position where more than likely he's going to say, all right, well, I'm going to move the shortstop or, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. So more than likely the team that Matt picks is a team that he sticks with. So he's basically, when he picks Bergman, he's looking at putting Bregman and who's his two shortstops again? Seeger and Simeon. So you're basically looking at Ramirez, Bregman, um, Mar- Marcus Simeon, and uh, Corey Seager. There's two utilities used up along with third base and shortstop. And probably no, no trading. But let's do it. Let's go with <laughs> I just I think Bregman's the best the best player available there. Um I just, 
I mean, I, obviously the crazier things have happened. And, right. uh, but I, I, I'd be surprised if Bregman ends up falling to seventh. Although I, you know, I could see it happen there. I think there's a bunch of guys grouped around here in this kind of four to nine range, maybe where you could see people going with any number of guys and feeling pretty good about it. Right. Yeah, there you go. I mean, you're basing it more on like Bregman should have been gone, which more you're, you're right. You are, you are hundred percent right. But this is, this is how drafts drafts work sometimes and this is how guys there are scenarios where guys will fall uh, especially I found in like the third and fourth round a lot of times you know by the time you get there you'll, you'll have somebody pick somebody and, and like three or four people on the chat will be like oh my gosh that's a steal right um, okay so if we go on to number give him Bregman then we're going on to Jason who's probably mad right now that Freddie Freeman was taken yeah, I think so, he would love to get Freeman there. I don't, I don't see it happening, but because we had we had him going. But if Freeman was there, he would take Freeman. Um, then we're looking at Rondon, but you know he has Machado, but Machado is also eligible at short. Uh, this is where you got to start thinking of Strasburg. Yep. Granky. Yep. Verlander. Again, I think he I think he uh, passes on uh, Verlander. He's probably a hobby buyer. I know he loves hobby buyers. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that there. And then he would Bias. just slot in Machado at third. And uh, who 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 else does he have? He has uh, oh Glaber Torres. So he. And what is Glaber? What is he? What positions are he? Are he? Second and short. He's second intro, but it gives him flexibility. Javi uh, yeah. Baez, an interesting note on Baez, is that most years he's multi-position. This year he's only short. Right, which could change too. You never know. Could change, absolutely. So he's gonna. Um, so if he had to choose between Baez and Rendon, every I, I would say the experts, I would say nine out of ten would probably pick Rendon. It looks like he's got a higher rank. He's got a higher average. Draft position. Yeah, but, that's what I'm seeing as well. So, and he probably likes Rendon. Yeah. He likes them both. He likes them both. We'll give him, uh, we'll give him Rendon. All right. Bringing us to AJ, the gentleman of the of the league. That's right. The Warfrats. AJ is up at nine. He's got Jericho already. He can add another big arm in Steven Strasburg. He could. I think that would be. I think that would be a smart move for him as someone who only has one pitcher so far. Um, he's he's kept a few bats. He actually looks like he has a pretty good infield lined up. He has Grandal at catcher. Uh, Sano right. has uh, third and first base eligibility. Segura at short. And Cattell Marte is eligible at second, short, and outfield. So he's got, I mean, that you're potentially looking at most of his infield right there. Um, he could add a, perhaps a second baseman in there. Or, uh, well, actually, Marte could play second. So he really just needs a first or third baseman to round out his infield. Um, he has Charlie Blackman in the outfield. and. Right. You know, you could always always fit another outfielder if you need to. Um, so I think he's got a lot of options there. I think 
JD Martinez did, did, is certainly an is JD option. JD Martinez still out there? He is. Ah, okay, well, this is good because I think if Martinez, if you have JD, and you have Strasburg, those, those two are definitely are definitely due up. Yeah. And then if you sit at number 10, you got Ryan, the claim monsters. But here's where, here's where I wonder. Let's say AJ, let's say JD's out there, he takes JD. Let's say now Ryan's up. And Steven Strasburg not going in the top nine is not a huge shot. If you look, if you look at the, uh, if you look at the numbers, am I, am I right on that? If you look at his rank and his ADP, yeah, absolutely. So, so my rankings right now. With, they have him at 11th, actually, overall, with everyone we've drafted so far ahead of him, as well as Verlander, who I think if I recalculated my rankings, he would drop a bit because of his surgery he's getting. Um, and if you, look at, if you look at our league, he drops a bit. Um, but really... He's coming in at 11, though, is what you're saying. It's, it's yeah. Strasburg, not Verlander. Correct. Correct. I agree with you on that. So, so here's the question. Let's say JD's off the board at this point and Ryan's up. He has. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a guy here. First of all, we can't forget about Bias still, and still can't forget about Merrifield. Let's keep those two in mind. But if we if we besides those two, I still think you gotta look at Strasburg, maybe Granky. I'm still gonna say no Verlander. But how about uh, DJ Lemayu at this point? So I have now, him a little later, yeah. but I think he's a guy that's eligible at first, second, and third, and obviously does yeah. very well in Yankee Stadium. And I could totally see him going this early. So that's the key here now. Most most places right now have DJ. DJ Lemayo is nowhere near ranked what he finished last year, according to the experts. Seems like a lot of them feel like he's not going to repeat that. That he's going to be, if he was ranked ten last year, that'll be more like a twenty or twenty-five this year, yeah. uh, twenty at best. Yeah. So they're not expecting him to repeat. But Ryan did have DJ Lemayhu last year, and he's had DJ Lemayhu he pretty kept much. Him. He was yeah. one of his keepers last year. So this is where it affects me because I've been thinking in the back of my mind: I need a first baseman, I need a third baseman. DJ LeMayu would be a great pick for me. So I'm hoping that he goes Strasburg. And I feel like I could even be reaching for LeMayu at... 11? Num- at 11. Maybe not. But according, according to the rankings, it would be. Well, what, do you, what do you think? Let's say, let's say Ryan does pick Strasburg at that point. So I'm, I'm looking at guys like Javi Baez. Ozzy Albies is a guy that I would look at there. Yeah, um, he's coming up. I think uh, you do have a second baseman, but obviously I don't think you'd be sad if uh, if Lux was on your bench for a little while at least because he may need to season a bit. But um, you know, I, I definitely think that Baez and Albies are a couple of guys that are right up there. Um, yes. Yeah. You know, I think another, yeah. another pitcher we haven't talked about yet is Shane Bieber, who I think um, would be – Absolutely, starting he, he's to get, coming up. get get up there as well, and um, and there's other guys, you know, Granky. Um, depending on how you feel about Eugenio Suarez, um, you know, he's another guy who could be up there. 
but I would probably go. Oh, from the uh, yeah third base. Sorry, yeah, the third base yeah, for the Reds. Yeah, but I, I mean, I so I would like probably Baez there, but it, I think there are a few different directions. And for Ryan, are you are we talking Ryan or me? Uh, for well, for Ryan, I think JD looks good. Strasburg looks good. Um, I would probably yeah. go between those two guys. Now, if I if I'm going if I'm going if I had the choice between Baez and Manejo, Baez is not second base eligible. I agree with you. I have Lindor at short. I agree with you on that. I could take a second baseman theoretically, uh, and have Gavin Lux as you know my utility and or you know whatever. Um, but Lindor obviously is not um, a guy that you have, you know you're not going to upgrade over. Right. Um, no, he he's arguably the best shortstop in the league. I remember we used to argue him and Correa, and remember um, Correa uh, is no longer in that argument. No, certainly not. And in, in fact, he, you know, if he were in the draft right now, we I don't even think he, we would be talking about him yet. So. Yeah, um, you're right. You're right. You're right. And he hits. You know, last year he kind of earned himself or earned a reverse earn down towards the bottom. You know, towards the. Six hole, seven hole, or yeah. whatever. And really, that's, I mean, that's such a good lineup that it's not really yeah. disrespectful for a guy like him to be that low because they just, they have a lot of good guys. You got, you know, you're looking at Bregman yeah. and Altuve and Springer, and, you know, they got a lot of talent in that lineup. And, you know, for sure. And, and Alvarez as well, your other guy there. So, you know, that if you're hitting sixth in that lineup, you're still a pretty good hitter. Well, yeah, well, that's true. You're gonna you're gonna be in the, you're gonna be in the action more than likely unless yeah you know, unless they have an off year. So if it comes down to me and Merrifield and Lemayu is on, are both on the board, I'm tempted to go with Lemayu. Uh, Merrifield is also outfield eligible, so he's second base outfield. I think most people would pick Merrifield, but I I, I have a strong inclination for Lemayu. I'm taking man. If I take him there. And he did it. He if he does as good as he did last year, obviously, I think it's a no-brainer. If he does as good Absolutely. as he did last year, yeah. Um, or if he's close, it's still probably. Uh, Maryfield does get me stolen bases, but Lemayu fills a uh, more of a need. I think I, I think I'm going to go with go with Lemayu if he's there. If not, I might have to consider Maryfield, which actually until this moment I haven't really thought about because I thought Strasburg. I thought somebody like Strasburg. If Lemayu wasn't there, I was thinking somebody like um, like Strasburg. But right. these pitchers, the way they go, he might not be there. And I don't think I don't think I'm a good Verlander this year. I really I really don't. Um, last year it paid off big time. I was kind of almost in the same position last year. But I'll, I'll go DJ. All right. So now so that brings us to uh, the last pick of the. Well, we got yeah. This is it. We're it winding is. up here. The last pick of the first round. <laughs> So now you're looking at Marco. Um, he's got champ. absolutely this year's defending champ. He's kept two shortstops. He has Xander Bogarts, my guy. I love him, and Tim Anderson. Wow. And then he's wow. also got Nick Madrigal as well, who's shortstop eligible, but also second base uh, for the White Sox. And it looks like he may, when whenever play starts, he may get called up. Um, if not, it should be very soon thereafter. And then he's got Zach Wheeler, his only pitcher. Uh, Yadier Molina behind the plate, and Trey Mancini, who is first and outfield eligible. 
So with with that, the Javi Javi Baez may slip to the second round, which wouldn't be a huge surprise, considering that at least on my sheet here, he's an average draft of forty and a rank of thirty three. Uh, we did uh, cross off uh, Bregman, Rendon, Lemayhu. Uh, Moncada is still out there, um, and he is a White Sox guy. Um, I think it'd be a, Field, I think it'd be a yeah, reach for Moncada there. Um, right, probably. It wouldn't shock me, but I personally I would love to go someone like Ozzy Albies here or Baez. Well, he's not going to go Baez because he's got two shortstops already. He'd be crazy to go with Baez. Um, well, you still got you still got Maryfield too. Do you do you put Albies ahead of Maryfield? Um, say that again. Now, do you put Ozzy Al Ozzy Albies ahead of Whit Maryfield? I do. I do. And and the average draft would lend itself to that. Yes. Now my ranks don't lend itself to that. I have Albies as a thirty-two, and Merrifield is a seventeen. Wow. Okay. But that's that's this thing with the stolen bases. But I would say the fact that Albies. Well, what do you have? Uh, what do you have Albies and Merrifield at for draft position? On, on your, you know, your. So for draft position, source. I have them at thirty-nine. Albies at thirty-nine. Yeah. And then, and then what's Merrifield? Merrifield is 48. So he's just a little, so there you go. little behind him. There you go. I mean, no, I mean, uh, Albies, Merrifield, Mancada, if he's only got one pitcher. Part of me feels like Marco might look at it like this. I won last year. Let me go for Mancada. Let me get my guy. Let's just see what happens. I wouldn't blame him for doing that. I mean, I, I think, uh, and that's a guy that I think Luca had and let back into the draft at the beginning of the last year of last year yeah and uh i wouldn't blame him at all for you know going for mancata there um although yeah. i could i could see him as someone who right now all he, his only outfielder is trey mancini i could see him going with some, someone like george springer george springer let me see why i have him at because i do have um I do have Austin Meadows ahead of George Springer on my list. Okay. So, so I do. I, I do yeah. have Springer. I do have Springer after, right after Meadows. So of course we got our top three in Yelich, Betts, and Martinez. Uh, of course you can consider Merrifield in there too because he is outfield. He's, he's also outfield eligible. Yeah. But but um, I keep bringing up I keep bringing up Merrifield. But uh, I have I, I put Meadows ahead of Springer. I think Meadows is going to be. I think Meadows is going to have a huge year. I think Tampa is. I think Tampa's ready to rock. I love the Yankees, as you know, but I, I think the best team in that division is is, is Tampa. I, I honestly, until the Yankees can stay healthy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they got to find a way to stay healthy. And I love Meadows. I think Meadows is. I think Meadows is legit. But I, I'm not saying he's going to take him. He said he only has one pitcher too, so you know you might have to look at someone like Lanky or Kershaw. Yeah, absolutely. I could I could see Kershaw being the pick there. Or Bieber, yep. So, Bieber's going to be a good pick for somebody in the second round. I can tell you right now, whoever lands him in the second round, that's going to be a nice pick. I agree. I agree. So, hey, I just got a text from – we're just finishing up the first round now. I got a text from Josh asking uh, what's up. And see, he sees that Pete and I have been trying to call him and says he's okay. half asleep. So I did invite him <laughs> – I told him what we're doing. I asked him if he wants to jump in. So uh, I'd like to wrap this up soon, but if he wants to jump in for a couple of minutes. Yeah, let's, can, let's give it a couple of minutes in, and then maybe we'll yeah, that's fine. Man. I want to wrap up too, but let's give it a couple of minutes. That sounds good. All right. So I'm going to give him a call, right? I will, I will give him a call now, and that should uh, put.
put you on hold for a moment and then I'll merge the calls. He hasn't answered yet. Uh, I'm still seeing the little dots. So it looks like he's in the process of responding. So if he doesn't respond within the next like three seconds, I'm just going to call him and we'll see. So, yeah. all right. So putting you, you on hold. So, so now we'll we'll turn around and find out from Josh. Um, uh, never, go. never mind. He says he's too tired right now. He's got to study in the morning. He hasn't looked enough. So we'll let him off the hook for now, and we'll call it quits right. on this uh, on this talk. And uh, when do you want me to put this out? All right. So I want to do one more thing, though, if you don't mind. Yeah. Let's each take one guy. Without giving away, because we're not going to, oh, I'm going to answer your question, because this goes hand in hand with that. Um, let's not put it out until after the draft. <laughs> That's messed up, man. Uh, That's grimy. <laughs> I was going to say, let's see, because that way, you know, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be good for them to hear and say, oh my gosh, they were right on, or how terrible were they? They were like way off here. Um, so if we push that maybe tomorrow night, I, I think it would be a good idea. What do you think? Um, if, if we're going to do it after the draft, I'm going to say I'll put it out right right after the draft. Perfect. Sounds All right. good to me. All right. <laughs> that way we're not giving away any. Your, your, your position, really, honestly, I'm more worried about my position. Right, right. Um, I'm, not, I'm not worried. I can be really honest and yeah, open about mine because you're realistically fine, there's, yeah, there's only one guy who can do anything to stop me. And if he takes, yeah, I think Yelich is the the clear pick there. And if he takes him, then that's what I thought he was going to do in the first place. So there ain't, ain't going to ruin my day. But So you're fine now. Do you want to you give a sleeper or not? Like a, like a sleeper? Uh, no, sleeper? no, I'd rather not. But um, ah, I I, to get so I, I will say, I will say that give I, your third one. I will say that I have, made some minor efforts to move up in the third round or in the first round or early second round. Cause I do have uh, four picks bunched up really, really close together. I've picks 21 and 23, 25 and 26. So that's the uh, fourth to last and second to last picks of the second round. And then the first two picks of the third round. So I'm really bunched up four picks in the span of six um, and I, you know, there's some guys I'm hoping to get there and I like those picks and they're fine, but I was hoping to kind of move up a little bit to get, cause I think the pitching that I want is going to be gone by that point. So I did try to talk to Jason about his pick, uh, at number eight overall. And he has another pick at 17 that I've been eyeing as well. And it looks like we didn't get anything worked out there. Um, which is fine. Um, so I I did I did have a, a quick talk with them about the number eight pick and they were in, in return looking for three of my picks in that twenty one to twenty six range, and I just didn't feel like that was quite worth it because I think there are guys that, um, you know if I if I were to get that number eight I maybe could especially if I was looking pitching get you know a Strasburg there. Um, but I may be able to get someone with my 21, 21st pick that is 
pretty close to that, and I didn't feel that it was worth giving up three of those for that one number eight pick. Well, here, I'm going to give you somebody that it's not going to It's not going to do me. I don't have a pick for the fourth round, so you're talking like this. I don't think ruins anything for you in your second and second or third rounds. I'm, I'm, I, I sold out last year, but uh, there, there's a guy here. There's a couple couple guys that I think is going to maybe maybe somebody you're going to look at is uh, two two outfielders. If you're looking for outfielders, right after Springer, I have these guys coming in. I have Robles and Castellanos. I think those are two guys. I wouldn't be surprised if one of those end up on your team. Uh, and then as far as the pitchers who I think are going to be going, we mentioned Bieber. Uh, Kershaw is going to be interesting. Kershaw is going to be interesting to see where he goes this year. And then um, you got guys like Glasnow, Clevenger, Castillo. Uh, there's some good pitchers in, 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 in there. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, maybe the fourth pick. I think a lot of these guys are going to be gone by then. Yeah, so I think so, too. So if I do take DJ Mamehu. I mean, I'm going to be looking at Nelson Lazarus, which is my number one, who I protected. I mean, that's not really a number one. So my, my, my starting pitcher is going to be might be a tough year. Uh, I really need my my six my six guys that I protected to really really come up big. But uh, those those are the two. Those are the guys that I think that you know you might end up end up with. And uh, like I said, me being on the fourth round, I don't think it has uh, any bearing. Uh, none of these guys are going to be slipping to me and ending up in the into the fourth. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really there, – there's a few guys you mentioned, and I'm hoping some of them fall to me there, uh, whether it be uh, Clevenger or Castillo or maybe Bieber, but I doubt it. But if, if some of those guys fall to me in that 21 to 26 range, and Glass now is another guy I'm kind of targeting there. Um, if I can get one of those guys or two of those guys, really, I'll be pretty happy. And, uh, you know, maybe get a couple bats as well. Because there's going to be a lot, there's a lot of, I, I really like the bats that are available really through, you know, the top probably 60 uh, picks. And so I have a f quite a few in that range. Um, right. So I'll be, I'll be looking forward to that. You're good, no, you're going to be in a good spot. And keep in mind, last now was, before he got hurt last year, he was not only the best pitcher in baseball, he was easily the best pitcher in baseball at that time. Right. Stat-wise, he was just completely dominating. Uh, now, you know, coming off an injury, we don't know that, but Glass now, you could make, I mean, if, if, he, if he puts together that kind of year, he's, he's going to be a bargain wherever he goes, because obviously he's not going to go in the top four or five picks. Right. Um, unless right. somebody throws a huge curveball at us. But I think about this, he, his upside and, and where he would be getting drafted at, tremendous, tremendous. So I agree. that'll be, that'll I be agree. one guy I'm going to be interested to see who gets him. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not unless, unless I reached, unless I, unless I, hey, you know what, I might draw a curveball at you tomorrow, and you might see him go at 11, but I, I doubt it. I hope I hope you do because I think that would be a bad choice. And for every bad choice people make, that means there's one more good choice available for the folks behind them. So if you do that, I would be totally fine with that. I do think looking at your team, if you want to, if you want to have a chance to compete this year, I think you may have to go with a pitcher with your number eleven pick, um, just because, like you said, having Lamette as your number one is not an ideal situation, even if. Even if he pitches as well as you, you know, as he possibly can, even if he maxes out his ceiling, he's a shaky number one. Uh, and I, yeah. Uh, oh, there's no, yeah. I mean, you're, yeah. There's no sugar coating that. That's for sure. 
So well, I think it's not exciting, but it could always go granky, or it can maybe pray that someone like Bill or Falls can. That's not going to happen. <laughs> that would be insane. I think Strasburg, you may have a chance with him. Strasburg might be the guy, and, and I honestly. If he's available, I think you should scoop him up personally. That's just my opinion. I mean, he's he's a stud. He really yes. is, and I don't think he's getting as much respect as he should this coming into this draft, according to the numbers I'm looking at. So, all right, buddy. Well, that sounds good. So, no, Josh, but uh, hopefully our next pearl case we can get uh, somebody somebody else in on here. Uh, Absolutely. Be, you know, like AJ or, or somebody. Absolutely. So uh, we will be reaching out to some other folks and getting them on the line and we'll try to figure out a better way to record these as well so we can have a little higher quality. And, uh, you know, we got all the time in the world to do stuff like this, so might as well, right? Unfortunately. <laughs> right? Stay safe, buddy. And you as well, Pete. Good talking to you, man. Have a good night. Oh, you, too. you too. Bye. Thanks. All right, and that's uh, that's all we got. So enjoy. Hope you enjoyed the draft, everyone. We will be publishing this immediately after the draft. Uh, hope you guys have fun. All right, see you later.